0: Ukraine's President Zelensky has thanked G7 leaders in Japan for their enduring support of Ukraine at the end of a summit dominated by Russia's invasion of his country. The U.S. confirmed that it will help train Ukrainian pilots to fly Western fighter jets. But President Zelensky was forced to deny reports that Bakhmut had fallen to Russian forces. The battle in the eastern city is the longest of the war so far. Moscow claims it now has control. Ukraine says not. Our diplomatic correspondent, James Landale, sent this report from Kyiv.
1: Today in Japan, President Zelensky honored the dead of a war that took place eight decades ago. The devastation of Hiroshima bringing to mind another war, his war, one that's raging right now across
0: Ukraine.
2: Photos OF RUINED HIROSHIMA REMIND ME OF BAHMUT AND SUCH OTHER TOWNS. THERE IS ABSOLUTELY NOTHING ALIVE THERE. ALL THE BUILDINGS ARE DESTROYED. HIS TASK, THEIR
1: TASK, WAS TO SHOW THE WORLD THAT WESTERN LEADERS, AT LEAST these ones, who make up the G7, were still united in support of Ukraine, to signal Moscow that talk of fatigue and distraction was overblown. Okay, thank you. To that end, President Biden said the United States had Ukraine's back and promised yet more military support, more ammunition, more training, and more armoured vehicles. We will not waver. Putin will not break our resolve as he thought he could two years ago almost three years ago. We're going to continue to provide economic, humanitarian and security assistance to Ukraine so it can stand strong as long as it needs it. He confirmed the U.S. would help Ukrainian pilots train on Western F-16 fighter jets like these, jets designed not only to give Ukraine greater control of the skies, but also, again, to demonstrate Western resolve. The training of pilots is a longer-term project that contains more of a message to Russia. Namely that Russia should not gamble that if it holds out long enough, support for Ukraine will slacken. But all that diplomacy on the other side of the world will not matter unless it helps Ukraine take the fight to Russia and do more of, well, this kind of thing. Because fighting continues along the front lines and the news from one city at least is conflicting.
2: Armata! what
1: For more than eight months, in what's now the longest battle of this war, Ukrainian forces have defended Bakhmut. The eastern city is now largely in ruins and largely in Russian hands, in particular, in the hands of fighters like these from the Wagner mercenary group, whose leader, Evgeny Prigozhin, claimed to have full control here. We from house to house, he said, we took the whole city, something that Ukrainian commanders and leaders denied.
2: Bakhmut is not occupied by the Russian Federation as of today. There are not two or three ways of interpreting those words. What's clear is that tens of
1: thousands of Russians have died here, many more have been diverted from other areas, and ultimately that may be more important. Then who holds the ruins? James Landell, BBC News, Kyiv.
0: Well, in a moment, we'll talk to our Asia-Pacific correspondent, Laura Bicker, about the international support for Ukraine. But first, let's get more from our Ukraine correspondent, James Waterhouse, who joins us from Kyiv. And let's talk about Bakhmut, James, and the significance, what we think is going on there.
2: Well. President Zelensky likes to deal with concrete outcomes. And the situation in Bakhmut has become a little bit of a diplomatic distraction from uh, a visit that is yielding significant results for his country. But let's look at Bakhmut. Should it finally fall to Russian forces? There isn't enough evidence yet to suggest that Russian forces could push on from there. It It has, after all, taken it the best part of a year to get to this point in one single town. What Ukraine will be hoping to do is mount a counter-offensive elsewhere, having drawn a significant number of Russian fighters in one area and inflicted a significant number of casualties. But when you go to cities like Bakhmut along the front line, you're struck by, by how little there is left physically for there to be a fight over. But Ukraine doesn't see it like that. It sees it as a necessary fight for its own international Uh, internationally recognised territory, a fight for survival. What Russia's leader Vladimir Putin is calling it is a liberation, a continued baseless justification of his continued invasion of Ukraine.